Welcome to the Talkman Radio Show Live. We're here talking about fantasy football every Friday. I'm your host. I'm the Talkman. You call me John. You call me Talkman. Call me whatever you want. But don't uh, don't call me and expect me to. I, don't know, I had a joke there. I forgot it. Lame. Dude, week. So, uh, Pro Bowl week. I know everybody's so excited. Uh, <laughs> we've got, well, let's talk about what we see on the screen right there, 12 Ounce Sports, 12 Ounce, and 12 Ounce Sports Radio.com. Let's not forget. Don't be forgetful. Uh, we've got articles here through 12 Ounce Sports Radio.com um, and 12 Ounce Sports Radio on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Social media. Everybody knows about social media now. It's what a benefit to society social media has been. Um, the Talk Bay Radio Show, as you know, we're here every Friday at 6 p.m. But we wouldn't be here without 12 Hat Sports as, as we do every week. We're thankful for that. We're thankful for these guys calling me, twittering me, and saying, yo, get in here. We, 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 need, we need the fantasy football guy. And I came over, and I've been doing this ever since. Um, and I enjoy it every week. Every Friday, coming out and talking to you guys. Talking to you, too. <laughs> talking to Bob and Ed. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Uh, I'll talk about fantasy football any day of the week, anytime, with anybody. I don't give a crap. Um, and that's where uh, the genesis, genesis of this show is. I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't be doing this. I'm getting texts about dinner. I don't have anything to eat for dinner. I've got something in the oven. I just turned the oven off. I got old pizza. Pizza from freaking like a week ago. That's what yeah. That's what Fridays are. Today's been a total train wreck. I worked all day. And then, and then I, I, I usually set up my show Thursday night. I get you know, the points ready. And then when I'm done work, I come down here and get everything ready. I'm going to have to go online and go into the second part of the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go actually go to it because I, I, I came down here and wrote up some shit real quick. Like I made notes. I'd just be like, we're going to talk about... Um, Canadian convoys <laughs> today. We'll talk about truckers. Go truckers. Um, so, and I don't even know if I got this right. I think I did. Um, so, anyway, uh, 12 ounce sports. We love, we love 12 ounce sports, like I say, uh, every week. And I mean it. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Um, talk my radio show live every Friday at 6 o'clock. If you're here, that's why you're here. And you can also t- find me on uh, Talkman Radio on Parlor Odyssey and me. We, we are, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out which of these uh, social media sites are, 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 are going to be the most beneficial for me personally and then the show and then moving out, moving out from there. Um. Because uh, it's good for me, it'll be good for the show. Yeah. Anybody want to see what gold and silver prices are at? Bitcoin? I, 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 I got done work so so freaking late. I never get done that late. But, you know, crazy day. So, um, anyway. Let's go over the rundown. Um, four minutes in, telling you about my day. Uh, the rundown. First things first. Tom Brady retiring. Um, he played twenty years. I, you know, I remember when when he first made it to the Super Bowl. Ninth, two thousand one, two thousand one. Um, I was still working in Atlantic City. I was on a craps table, dead crap game. Yeah, I do. I still crap. And. Uh, it was them against the Rams. They were like four. They were double-digit dogs. The Patriots. They were double-digit dogs. Uh, ten or fourteen points. I, I want to go with ten. If anybody can comment, if you're listening to this below, what was the line on the 2001 Super Bowl? Um, 
between the Rams and the Patriots. I'm going to go 10 or like 9.5 or 14. I'm pretty sure it's double digits. Either way. Everybody on the table. Rams. Rams. Yeah, got to throw the ball over there. Catches it. The running back catches it. And he can run the ball. Well, yes, yeah, that, yeah, that don't mean that this team ain't no good. You know, they got Bill Belichick over there coaching. You know, that guy stinks. Played with you know, coach with Bill Parcells. That dude's pretty good. You know what you're talking about. Rams by 20. You know, I'm, I'm putting on. And that's the thing. When you work in a casino and you talk about gambling, everybody's, all right, I'll talk, da, 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 da. everybody's got something to say about it. Because that's just the nature of where you freaking work. You're working in a place where everybody's, you can't look around without seeing gambling going on. So, um, he's been around that long. In 22 years. That was the, uh, that was his first big, uh, uh, big break onto the scene. I mean, yeah, the, the, the um, the Raider game, uh, before that was kind of like propelling, like that happened, but after that happened with them winning the Super Bowl made that, the, the Raider play with the tuck roll, uh, much more relevant in, um, football lore. So, uh, there's that. So we're going to talk about Tom Brady's retirement, what that means for, um, the Bucks. And uh, fantasy football-wise, uh, specifically with uh, Big Mike and Godwin. If Gronkowski stays or not, who knows? Uh, they, yeah, they, they haven't really. I've, I've seen some things, but I, I'm not going to read into any of that, any of that crap because. Uh, you know, it's a waste of time when, when he comes out and says, I mean, they, they pulled the guy out of retirement to play for two years. He won a Super Bowl. Now what? <laughs> I mean, he may come back, but who knows? So, we're going to talk about Tom Brady, his impact uh, overall, and going into what it's going to be like without him with the Bucks specifically. Uh, then we're going to look at... I, want, I, I, I called them... I had them written down as free agents, but they're not really free agents. They're, they're across the spectrum. I have a list of quarterbacks that could be on the move. Just out of here. Uh, now, there's some names that are always kind of on the list. Uh, there's some new names on the list. There's some, you know, they're, 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 there's, there's multiple lists. There's multiple, I have a tiered list of quarterbacks that could be on the move. And I found uh, what was it, Pro Football PFF. Pro Football Focus or whatever they're called. Oh, they're pretty good. They, they, I, I use them a lot. And uh, they uh, had a list of teams that... And they're, they're kind of broken down into tiers too. Teams that are going to need quarterback help. You know some of them. Some of them are kind of like, eh. And a couple of them are like, well, if they get rid of this guy, they're going to need a guy. So an interesting list. We're going to go over that, see how any of these guys fit in. And, and there's more than I thought when I started making a list. So we're going to go over that. Talk about the Pro Bowl a little bit. I could care less about the Pro Bowl. But we're going to go over the rosters and see who on these teams uh, we're looking at for next year fantasy-wise. And who we're looking at as, mm, I, don't know, I don't know about that guy. Uh, so we're going to go over both rosters, the AFC and the NFC. Uh, we'll do best bets. We've got best bets, best prop bets, best prop bets ever. And, of course, Love is Nice. Pro Bowl edition. Pro Bowl! Yeah, we're all full of Pro Bowl here. Two seconds after I said I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, this guy. This this guy is totally a linear thought process. So, um, that's it. That's a breakdown of the show. And, uh, I, you know, I, I worked late, so I'm going to have to pull up some of the stuff on the fly. But, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll get through the next... Uh, 50 minutes? Shit, we're 10 minutes into this motherfucker already? Oh, shit. I'll tell you one thing. 12 Ounce Sports. Now everyone knows you can find my show and dozens of other shows here at 12 Ounce Sports. But did you know there's a ton of live sports on the network as well? There's live stuff. Watch live football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, racing, basketball, and more right here on 12 Ounce Sports. So also check us out. Don't forget. On Zingo TV, channel 761. Quench your sports thirst. Got to do it. Got to quench that. 
And of course, like I tell you every week, you can do all your shopping on Amazon. Like everybody ain't doing that. Uh, and help us out here at 12 on Sports as well. When you're going online, use promo use not promo code. Use 12OnSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon and get shopping. That's 12OnSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon. If you cannot understand me, if you speak another language, if you have me on mute, because I have an annoying voice. I'm thanking for the view if you do. But right down, right down there, it will be coming up. So you can see it there. That's, uh, that's how we do it. That's what we do around here. So uh, 12 ounce sports, 12 ounce sports radio, 12 ounce sports. And okay. Tom active. He ain't that guy inactive. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. Uh, Tom Brady retired. Uh, we all saw that this week. Freaking guy. And he has a seat, and he had a season lost. He played twenty-two seasons, and he had a seat, and one of the seasons lost. Six four two twenty-five. Yeah, I mean Tom Brady does. I mean, because he's Tom Brady, they like to put him in front of cameras. Now he's not the greatest actor, of course, but you see when he's standing next to like regular people, fucking dude's huge. That dude's that dude's enormous. These guys are. These football players are just, they're just giants. And he's the 6'4", 225. He's played football half his life. 22 years he played, he's 44 now. So uh, I think things worked out for him. So let's look at his career. We're going to put the, the microscope on it. It's not a microscope, it's just me. Put a circle in my eye. So, uh, let's let's start let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. So uh, he actually came in and played. <laughs> he played in the the year two thousand. Uh, that's what, that was that was his rookie year. Um, he actually started playing so. He lost this year. Yeah, he lost his rookie year. He came one game, three attempts, one completion, six yards. Not bad. Who knew from that you were going to get this? Uh, so then he came in uh, in 2001 and uh, played okay. 63%, 2,800 yards. Wow, he got... Drew Bledsoe got hurt that quick. That was that's fast. <laughs> that's very very fast. So, as you can see, there were there were more ball control back then. Uh, they did have who's their running back the first year. I would I know they went and got Corey Dillon after that, but ah shit I forget I'm fucking fucking forty six years old I can't remember anything. So anyway, so he started out, you know, 2001. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt, and the rest is history. Uh, they went on to uh, make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, and that was the end of Drew Bledsoe. He went to Buffalo, and in comes Tom Brady. So as you can see, 18 touchdowns, 28 touchdowns, 23 touchdowns, 28 touchdowns, 26 touchdowns in the 2000s, in the 2005. He was not a huge... Uh, he wasn't throwing uh, touchdowns all over the place. Now, back then, it wasn't that... I mean, we're going we're going to break this down into sections of time. So, back then, it wasn't, you know, like it is today. If you're old enough, you remember, and if you're young enough, then, you know, then all you see is guys throwing, you know, guys throwing the ball 50 times a game. Uh, it wasn't like that. These guys were more ball control. Bill Belichick is the coach knows how he won two Super Bowls prior to getting here and that was with guys like uh, oh shit. Otis Anderson was um, was the running back with his last championship with the Giants Dave Maggot little scat back um, 
and the, the earlier Super Bowl with the Giants against who the hell? Did, oh, against Denver back in the early eighties, mid eighties, eighty eight, something eighty seven or something. Yeah, when they beat Denver, they buried Denver. Um, Lawrence Taylor and all that. That was a defensive team. So he he was building the defense. He wanted ball control, but Tom Brady came in and. They didn't utilize him as a guy to throw the ball 50 times a game. He was, you know, I mean, he's a great quarterback, and they knew they had a great quarterback uh, on their side winning the Super Bowl immediately. They wanted to develop that, but they developed it kind of slowly with this 28, 23, 28, 26, 24. And then they said, fuck it, let's go get Randy Moss, and immediately 50. 50 and 8. And then here we go with... Um, <laughs> just throwing the ball all over the place. Almost 5,000 yards passing, 50 touchdowns. Just an amazing season that year. He was uh, he was a top quarterback coming to the next fantasy year uh, after that. And uh, even with these years, um, he wasn't... Uh, you had... Like, this is when, like, the Peyton Manning... Peyton Manning came out in 97. So he was throwing the ball all over the place. Putting up numbers, throwing five touchdowns a game, and kind of leading the league into where we are now with throwing the ball all over the place, throwing the ball 50 times. And since then, it's evolved into quarterbacks like Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes and guys who do it with both their arms and their legs, but the quarterback uses utilized like 70% of the offense. Uh, but uh, back then, he was still throwing. That was what he did. He threw twenty-five touchdowns. You know, a few a few picks a game, a few picks a year. I mean, it's pretty still. Like 28 and 14, 28 and 14, 26 and 14, 24 and 12. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't get more consistent than that. And 35, 30, 36, 37, 41, 35. And you know, he was his accuracy was at sixty. In the 60s, early, low 60s back then. And then he got hurt. So, after that, he came back in 2009. So, this was basically his second, um, his second run at it. And we'll call this the, uh, the second, uh, the second career. Again, 2013, but then they said, you know what? We're going with the way everybody else is doing this stuff. 36 and 4, 39 and 12. They started throwing the ball more. Um, you know, the, the West Welkers. This is the West, this, I think this is the West Welker area. And, you know, and then as you can see, 30, 30, 30, 30 39. So he threw, you know, another bunch of touchdowns here. Again, consistent and not throwing interceptions. And then 2013 kind of went to like, eh. And then 2014, which I think this is the start of it's the Julian Edelman around here. This is kind of like when they got rid of him because I think 2013, Wes Walker went to... I think he went to the Broncos then. And this is when they went to the Super Bowl. And then they got buried up, and I think he retired. And then two years later, they went back and won it again. Um, so after Wes Walker went, he dropped down a little bit. Didn't know who he was, well, didn't, wasn't as comfortable with, with the guys. Um, but I think this is the emergence of Gronk. This is where Gronk comes around, Julian Edelman comes around. So this is the next phase of Tom Brady. We're getting into the Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski era. Now we're getting back into 33, 36, 28, 32, 29. And then you can see there's a dip because they 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 kind of went away from Tom Brady. You know, giving him, you know, they drafted a running back in the first round, an offensive lineman in the first round. They tried to draft Nikhil Harry to keep him happy. That didn't work out. So uh, he ended up um, going to Tampa Bay. And this was the the, 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 the the climax of the career. And then, uh, this is the climax. And then this is the downward. See you later. 14-12, 43-12. 
which I just found out first time in, in his career he threw for 40 touchdowns in a career. That's a, the guy played for so long that it took him to the last two years to throw 40 touchdowns two, in two straight years. And he still got the record for touchdowns. So, what a, I mean, just an amazing career. Always above 60%, usually in the mid 60s. Uh, you know, just, just amazing. So, I don't want to go off, I don't want to blow Tom Brady all day. But, um, yeah, just amazing. And uh, let's look at his fantasy impact. Uh, this was basically all the same stuff, but they don't have fantasy football. You see, um, they kept me too long at work, and now I can't find stuff. So basically, uh, the last two years, let's just go recently. So, screw it, we'll go back here. 2007, 2007, 15 years ago. If you started school, you're in high school now. <laughs> you're in high school now. Uh, he led the league 28 uh, with 50 touchdowns. That was his big year. He was number one uh, fancy quarterback that year, just by a mile. And if you tagged him up with Randy Moss that year, just those two guys, you could leave the rest of the guys on the bench, and you still probably made the playoffs. Maybe throw in a good running back, and you probably still made the playoffs. They put up so many. I think he put up 22 touchdowns, Randy Moss, or 24, and he threw 50 up. So it was just amazing. Threw for a ton of yards. Um, another couple of good seasons in there. But last year, because I just remember, he was uh, number six last year and number three this year. So even in his mid-40s, low mid-40s, uh, top-tier uh, uh, quarterback. If, and if he would have you know, imagine, imagine the numbers he would have put up. In a, in, a, in a fantasy football, in an in a offensive-centric system that, okay, we're throwing the ball. You throw the ball all the time. And don't forget, he missed four games here because of suspension. 2008, he missed the whole season. And his rookie year, he didn't play. So it's basically two years. It's 36 games. 36 games he didn't play that this guy missed. Unbelievable, so... Yeah, and here's here's the big thing about Tom Brady, especially fantasy-wise. And this is what I'm going to miss most of all when targeting him to draft. 16 games played, 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 16. You get my point? The guy doesn't miss a game, and you're guaranteed a top-flight guy. So... That's, uh, you know, there, there's some new guys coming. We're going to talk about them next year. That's a big premium I put on fantasy guys. Uh, is Are they going to be able to play? Are they, are they injury prone? I don't like guys who come into the league and uh, every year, I'm uh, missing a game or two here. That's why Drew Brees was a big, uh, he was a backup uh, towards the end of his career. Despite the fact that he was throwing for 5,000 yards six, seven years ago, now... Even with Alvin Kamara and uh, Michael Thomas, he was a backup because you know he's going to miss five, six games. So Ben Roethlisberger too. So these guys get old and they, they can't play all the games. This guy played all the games, no matter what. He was suspended in 2016, didn't play first year, and got hurt in game one of 2008. So, shit, this guy's number could be way better too. Way better. So uh, next year... Um, What's going to happen with the Tampa Bay Bucks? Uh, so you got you've got um, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronkowski. We'll see what happens. But as of now, I don't like to say, "Well, this guy's going to be uh, Gronkowski's there now." We'll, we'll keep him in there. Cameron Brait, um, Leonard Fournette. Uh, he got a lot of PPR from Brady. Uh, they kind of set up the offense like that. I get a lot of dump offs in the running backs. Um, so it was really, it's really going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, all of their, all of their, all of the guys I just mentioned, fancy, fantasy production is going to be impacted by what uh, Tampa Bay does next. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about uh, my bookie. Only well, we got a couple games left. You get the Pro Bowl. Uh, 
which we'll get into betting the Pro Bowl. But uh, just because you got to do best bets. But uh, if you want to responsibly get in the action, head over to mybookie.ag and use the promo code 12OutSports. That's 120Z Sports, all caps, no spaces. When signing up for the deposit bonus, first time users only, please. That's mybookie.ag, promo code 12OutSports, all caps, no spaces. No spaces. Always get more responsible. Be responsible. Like Mooch says on the commercial, the, the, the three. The, Gamble, gamble, and gamble, he underlines. Fucking gambling. <laughs> Check out Zingo TV. It's free. That's free. You don't have to gamble with Zingo TV. It's free. Use the promo code 12 ounce, 120 Uh It really helps out when you do that. 12 ounce sports is channel 761. Channel 762. Channel 762 is who gives a shit. Channel 761 is 12 ounce sports. You can catch a replay of this 11 a.m. every Saturday. Uh, plus, they have other actual sports channels, music channels, and a bunch of other stuff. You gotta go check it out and find out. Some very cool stuff. Go check it out and use the promo code 12OUNCE when signing up. Please. Good stuff. So, where, where, are we going? where do we go from here, quarterback wise? Where do we go? Well, there's a lot of guys going all over the place, and we're gonna get into that right now. QBs that could be on the move. Could be moving. The tier list of that. Well, let's talk about that. So we've, uh, I've brought up a bunch of guys, and these are the guys that, and these are the tiers I put them in. Comment below if you think I'm wrong. Uh, if you're on the 12 Out Sports YouTube channel watching, let me know what you think. So let's go to tier one. Now these, all these quarterbacks are guys that there's buzz around them moving. Some of them you've heard the buzz for years. You'll you'll be able to tell right from the right from the jump on tier one. But since there's buzz around them, let's give it a shot. So tier one of the quarterbacks that could be on the move. Tier one. I got three guys in there. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and Russell Wilson. Now Russell Wilson, we'll just talk about that first. Russell Wilson. This has been a hot thing for the last couple of years. Russell Wilson's not happy. He wants to go somewhere else. And Russell Wilson, I think, is 31, 32 years old. Uh, he's been around since the two, the 2000 teens, I think, 2013, something like that. Uh, so he's been around, yeah. Good career. Good career so far. Um... He's got two top-flight wide receivers, so he would have to be in control of where he's going. He's not going to go some. Oh, okay, you want to leave? Okay, we're going to send it to, uh, you know, Detroit. Have fun over there. Ugh. So he's got to have some kind of control over where he's going. I don't see him. I don't see the, the, the Seahawks. Not that I think the Seahawks would screw him over, but we'll see what happens. So Russell Wilson, just because they've been talking about it, now, there's plenty of teams, and we're going to get into that next. Plenty of teams that are looking for quarterbacks on different rungs of the ladder. There's teams out there, we, we got nothing. We got nothing. There's teams out there like, mm, we, got, we got a guy, but we could go for an upgrade. There's teams out there that are like, you know, we, we've got a guy who's kind of pissed off. Maybe we'll talk to somebody. We're not really looking. And then there's a team like, we're fine. We're going to the, you know, we're, we're pretty much in the playoffs. Or very close to the playoffs ever since this guy's been here. We're not going anywhere. Or the guy's young and he showed a lot of potential. So that's pretty much where we're at in terms of the um, football team side. So um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's going somewhere. He's not going back to Houston. He's obviously not going back to Houston. So he's going somewhere else. Where he's going is, uh, is the issue. Now... Um, back to Russell Russell Wilson real quick. Fantasy-wise, this is the fantasy football show, in case you were wondering. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I think Russell, Russell, ugh, I can't fucking talk today. Russell Wilson um, has the uh, the ability with his legs to get touchdowns and yards. Uh, but that's not where his uh, strength is. That's not his biggest strength. His biggest strength is 
accuracy and the moon ball. You gotta love the moon ball. And he puts that on the mark. He's been putting that on the mark since uh, Curse. He had Curse out there running those deep routes. So if he goes somewhere with a decent starts with coaching, you have a good coach in there. He's starting off well. You got good players around him. Even if they're you know like unsung players like uh, like like a Miami that jumps up. Um, the kid, Waddell, that jumps him up to a, a potential uh, wide receiver one. The guy put up 100 catches this year. Well, granted, the extra game helped. But uh, he could, you know, with, with Russell Wilson there, that immediately puts him as the wide receiver one for him. And you've got Kiseki there. And you, you see what I'm saying? So it depends on where they go. Something like that could elevate the guys around him that maybe you don't think are, are great. I think Mike Kaseki is pretty good. Um, and the guys around him will jump up the, the value meter going into next year's draft. So Russell Wilson, him being him, you know, depending on the situation there. Now, they need a coach over there. And I'm not saying he's going there. But that's kind of my, my point on it. You have to see where he goes. And the talent around him gets elevated when they show up. Same thing for Deshaun Watson. And he basically, uh, he runs the ball a little more than Russell Wilson. He, he's got, he puts the ball on the money, accurate. A uh, little worried about him missing those games uh, beginning of his year, but I, uh, the beginning of his career, but I think he's overcome that. So I'm not that worried about him injury-wise. Uh, missing a year did not help, though. So that would drop him a little bit. But going to a team with some guys, like a Miami, they were trying to get him last year, uh, Pittsburgh, anything like that. Uh, and Pittsburgh, those guys are, well, Deontay Johnson <laughs> works, and, and the rest of the guys are, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster is never a big fan of. But depending on where they go, these guys are top-tier guys. These guys are not... First to fourth round are... As of right now, Mahomes and Josh Allen. And that's it. Rounds one through four. Once you get past round four, now you're starting in the second tier, which some of these guys could be in. Um, Deshaun Watson, yeah, you're looking at fifth, sixth, seventh round, maybe, depending on where he goes. Russell Wilson, same thing. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is just super accurate. And you know what you're getting now. You're going to get a zillion yards. And bunch of touchdowns. Now he's he had that great year last year, and then this year was kind of you know the the the, the, the touchdowns weren't there. I think he had you know like fifteen less touchdowns, but the year before was just amazing. And wherever he goes now, you know he's buying a house in Nashville. All right, um, Denver's been talking about it. Who knows? But he's going to go somewhere. All three of these top tier guys are going to have a say in where they're going. And they're not going to go to a place that's rebuilding. They're going to go to a place that, number one, has wide receivers that they can throw to. Um, number one, has a good coaching setup. Has a good front office setup. Good coaching setup. Go all the way down. On the precipice of, of, of doing something. Doesn't mean they're going to do something, but with adding in one of these guys, you're looking at at least a playoff team. At least a playoff team. So um, the, that's why these guys are top-tier guys because they're going to control where they're going. And where they're going, chances are they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to put up yards. They're going to put up touchdowns. And they're going to have guys around them to help them uh, move the ball down the field. Now we get into the Tier 2 guys. And, you know, say what you want. These, these are my Tier 2 guys. Now, Tier 2. Tier two are the guys that eh, they played okay. They played okay in the past. Um, we just don't know where we're going with these guys. We we want an upgrade. We we, we want an upgrade. We we we've run our course with these guys. We just don't see uh, we just don't see them in our in our future anymore. Now um, starting from the back end, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. The Vikings are gonna bring a whole. They they already brought in a new GM. So, 
I think they're good with Kirk Cousins. They're paying him a ton of money, and they're not going anywhere with him. Not saying Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback. Freaking guy had, and I would have brought him up if I had more time before he came in. Uh, he had a really good season. I, I, during the season, I was going over. I was like, hey, pick this guy up. This guy's, I mean, he's got wide receivers to throw to. He's got a running back that runs the ball and catches the ball. Uh, tight end Conklin uh, was doing well this year. It's just they don't win with this guy. And if you don't win, you're out. Don't matter your freaking um, touchdown interception ratio. And he's had a decent one in the last three years, four years since he's been there, specifically this year. But they've had enough, and he's, they could have had enough, and, he, and he, he might be going if he doesn't take, I'm assuming, a pay cut, a pretty big pay cut. Uh, or restructure his deal in some way to, to open up some money because they paid him a ton of money and what they make the playoffs once if that I don't even remember what to say Case Keenum took him farther than Kirk Cousins so uh, that's his problem he can go somewhere else uh, he's kind of guy they're not go- he's gonna I mean I'm sure they're not gonna screw him over and it would they would have to put up some kind of uh, yeah, he wouldn't be able to be moved without restructuring the deal to wherever he goes. And wherever he goes, yeah, they're probably going to be, you know, they're probably, I can see him going to any one of these three teams. Actually, not this team, but I can see him going to Andy or, or the uh, um, the Browns. Uh, maybe if one of these guys got rid of them, they'd pull him in because all these guys are making a ton of money. So the, the, um, the transition, now talent transition is a lot bigger than the actual financial transition. They're, they're all making a lot of money. So um, that would probably help. And I don't know a lot about the financials. All I know about is picking fancy guys. So you have to give me some leeway on that. But shit, we're 37 minutes in. I got to get moving on this. So Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, uh, they didn't make the playoffs this year. He was hurt during the year, I heard. Um, which could have impacted. He looked, he looked okay at points. He's too up and down, and I think for a run-centric offense that they have over there, you can't have an up and down quarterback. We want to run the ball, and we want to uh, have a quarterback that is not turning the ball over. Not that he turns the ball over a ton, but he was hurt this year. Probably made some bad decisions with that arm, and uh, they said, you know what, this guy as a number one pick, uh, we give. We could probably still get a little something for him. Uh, so why don't we go and do that now? And maybe we can go pick up one of these guys. Any one of these guys would be traded immediately for these guys. Um, Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz had some good games. Had some really bad throws, though. And I just think that he had Jonathan Taylor back there with that awesome season he had. Um, they started out crappy. Couldn't win. Had to come back late and just didn't do it enough. Uh, kind of like Tua, Tua, Tua. But it didn't work out for him. And now they, as soon as the season was over, like, we got to worry about the quarterback position. Like, that, that's not a big sign. So I got a funny feeling he's going to be on the move, too. Um, if they can't find something better, maybe they'll... I don't see them changing the offense because you still got the same coach there. So it's a really difficult situation with Carson Wentz. Um, and I don't see them doing anything sideways with any of these guys. Uh, again, they would take any one of these guys outside of his. I don't think you're getting to Sean Watson, though, because they're playing the same division. Um, but all I'll, I'll say one thing about all these Tier 1 guys. They go somewhere, they're going out of the conference. They're going out of the They ain't staying in the conference. Um, so Carson Wentz, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, keep an eye on that, but he's another guy. He could go somewhere and play okay and be a contributor in fantasy, but he really needs a lot of guys. He needs uh, he needs guys around him, and he needs guys that work well with his skill set. Um, he needs a bunch of uh, uh, Michael Pittman's. Uh, Baker Mayfield too needs guys around him. He has he that OBJ, but that that never worked out. Um, he needs guys that, that help him to, to, to help him. And since being a run-centered uh, offense, it's hard to get big stats out of that. Jimmy G, uh, another guy 
in a run-centric offense that took a team to the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship game, two out of three here. But he's going to be on the move because they went and drafted a guy and um, they want to give him the raise. I think he could come back, but I think that's less and less every day because they keep talking about how uh, um, he just, we're going to move him over, we're going to move him around, blah, blah, blah. So it's not good. So I can tell you what we're going to do. I do want to, shit, we're not going to be able to get to the Pro Bowl. I don't know about that. Let's go to tier three. This would have been played out much better if. Uh... So basically, tier three are the guys we don't know. They're young, and except for Teddy Bridgewater, we put, put him in there because of Drew Locke. They're young. We don't really know what we've got, but we don't think we've got what we need here. Uh, Tua, Tua, Tua. Um, he, he showed flashes. He's not a running quarterback, but he can run a little bit. Uh, he's got guys that are pretty good. Uh, the rookie this year did well. Uh, but I think, you know, they think, I think they want to go. I mean, they were, all you heard was Deshaun Watson going to Miami all of last year, which got to suck for a guy that you drafted the sixth overall, and now they're, ah, oh, well, you know, we can't wait to get this guy out of here and bring in this guy. This sucks. So they started out really bad the first half, played really well the second half, and um, part of that was, you know, part of that was him. A lot of it was the defense. Defense played very well. But he's young. You still don't know exactly what you have. You've got a good idea, but there's, there's still room for growth here. Uh, he's the kind of guy that he's not going to be able to control where he goes. He's going to go where they freaking send him. So uh, you'd have to take a look at him fantasy-wise and see if he's – basically, these are all backups, and these guys are probably all backups up here. These guys are the only starters. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke are basically the same guy coming out. Of, I think they want to get rid of both of these guys or keep one of them and make it explicit that – most likely Teddy Bridgewater, that you are the backup to this guy who we either draft or pick up a free agency because we're, we're done with this. We need a quarterback, and that's why they're talking so hard about this guy. Uh, these guys, we just don't know what we've got here yet uh, with him, and they'll probably get – Drew Locke's probably not going to be there. They'll probably get a little something for him, if not outright release him because he's still on a rookie contract. He wasn't even a first-rounder. So uh, maybe they'll eat the couple million dollars. But you can't have this guy around when you're grooming a new guy. So we'll take Teddy Bridgewater, dump lock, maybe get something for him, uh, fifth or sixth round draft pick, and move on. Uh, and that's tier three. You just don't know what you have yet. And they're too young to not give consideration to, uh, to be picked up by somebody else. And you can still get value for him. And tier four... All these guys have they have their issues. Andy Dalton's old. Tyrod Taylor is a journeyman. Cam Newton, former MVP, but he's old and all he does is run the ball now. That's all he is, just a glorified running back. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick coming off an injury. Another guy old. Um, not to say they can't play, or any of these guys can't really play here and there, but they're not starters anymore. And this guy, I was tempted to put him up here, but after this year, he just showed it, it, this guy is not NFL ready. So these are that, that's the tier list um, in a nutshell. Now we're gonna go over the, the quarterbacks and stuff, but we're gonna do that. We're gonna go over NFL teams, but we're gonna do that after you take a piss. Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12 ounce sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
Go Cubs. Uh, so we got, we got 14 minutes left. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be getting into uh, the Pro Bowl. We'll probably take a look at the uh, the teams. Let's see Pro Bowl roster. We'll take a look at that. I do not want this yapping it up while I'm trying to talk. I'm the only one who talks it. Here on Talk Man. Alright, screw that. So, these are the teams that they say are looking for quarterbacks. I've got my own list here. Uh, Denver, they're probably going to go after one of those top tier guys because, like I said, the, 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 the two other guys are pretty much gone. Pittsburgh needs somebody. I don't know uh, how they're going to handle this. I see them going out and drafting somebody, uh, not picking somebody. They might pick up someone from that tier list. But it's to um, like like a Jimmy G to sh to, to to mentor um, the rookie coming in. Uh, that could it's a, that's a possibility of the way that they're looking um, at moving on. But who knows? I mean, the season just ended. Ben Roethlisberger just retired, so who knows? But that's the way I kind of see it going. Picking up a guy for a couple bucks, keep him around, just you know, uh, you know. They probably have their eye on somebody. Carolina, again, same thing. Um, I think they're going to go out and probably draft somebody. Uh, I don't see them. I, I can see them making a run at one of the top-tier guys, which everybody's going to make a run at top-tier guys, especially if you're in this list of we need a quarterback, like the Carolina Panthers are obviously in. Um, <laughs> same thing there. And even though they're on the hook for fifth-year option, uh, they simply can't go into the year with him as a yeah, yeah, he can't. He started out well, but he was getting all his uh, all his fantasy points from running the ball. So yeah, Sam Donald has moved, has uh, his career has morphed into has evolved into the backup role, which happens a lot more often than not. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick has made a career of being a backup. Washington, uh, I think they would be more more um, inclined to go after one of those top-tier guys, even going after a second-tier guy. Maybe Jimmy G or Carson Wentz in there um, because you got that defense. All you need is a guy to not throw picks all over the place. Which Wentz and Garoppolo, but um, but uh, Kirk, imagine Kirk Cousins goes back there. Um, but you know, I mean, you know, Heineken was there. Heineken's probably going to turn into the backup now, or there'll be a, a, a race at the beginning of the season. So Detroit, I don't know what you're going to do with with Jared Goff, but if they could get rid of them, get rid of him. And get something. I mean, they they they've got a top. They've got the second overall pick that they're looking to trade. I heard. So uh, Detroit Detroit's just a mess. They're, and they're such a mess. They're probably going to go Jared Goff again next year. What else can you do? Uh, Miami, like I said, the Miami quarterback situation has been in flux for since they drafted Tua Tua Tua. Oh, it's Tua Tua Tua. I don't know. They, they were even talking shit about him when they drafted him. And that's two years later, and I still can't wait to get rid of the guy. So, uh, Atlanta, interesting. Uh, they got Matt Ryan there, and they signed to a zillion-dollar deal a couple years ago, which I did not understand. Uh, Cleveland, they get rid of Mayfield. They had to bring somebody else in. They would be in line for a top-tier guy, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Russell Wilson, or a um, Aaron Rodgers, who they're talking about. He bought a house in Nashville now, so he's going to Nashville. He's going to Denver. Who knows where he's going? Who knows where he's going anywhere? Uh, Houston's definitely getting somebody. Davis Mills is not the answer. Neither is Tyrod Taylor. So they're going to do something. They finally have a draft pick, and we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the Colts, I, the Colts, I can see just drafting a guy, maybe keeping Wentz, and drafting a guy to take over for him. And learn from Wentz uh, during the season. Uh, Minnesota, again, um, 
Kirk Cousins, really good year this year. Played well since he's been there, but they haven't done anything. They, we want guys that do stuff. We want guys that make the playoffs and give, take us on runs into the playoffs. We don't want guys who throw 38 touchdowns, 11 picks, and we go 8-9. Now, the Giants, I think they're going to keep Daniel Jones. I, I didn't put, put them on my list. Uh, basically, my list so far, they've gotten everybody. New Orleans I have on my list because I think they're going to keep James Winston, but... Um, because before he went down, there were five and two before he, before he went down. Just fell off the rails. But now you don't have a coach. Um, Carolina, Cleveland, they already had that. Tim Bay, this must have been before. Tim Bay needs quarterback now. What are you going to do? Go get Jimmy G? Go get Jimmy G? The best looking quarterbacks ever. <laughs> best looking quarterbacks three years of quarterbacks. Forget how they do. Well, Tom Brady won his championship. Uh, Detroit, Minnesota, Washington. All these guys are already on, on my list. Uh, now you're looking at teams with young quarterbacks. And now you're looking at teams with... So that's basically the list. So that's uh, that's how I see the quarterback... Uh, the quarterbacks going into... The quarterback possible free agents and quarterbacks going into uh, next year. So yeah, there you go. Kirk Cousins is uh, as a quarterback. See, th this is another thing. Uh, and I, I do want to get into... I do want to do... Love is nice for you, but I just don't know if we're going to have the freaking time. The Pro Bowl edition of, of, of Love is Nice. Damn it. All right. We'll just go over this. We'll just go over this. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if we're going to get that. Let's, let's go over this. We'll see what happens. Damn it. I really wish I would have had time to do it. So, um, we got five quarterbacks. And that's another thing. Why I can't stand it. Every, half the league makes the Pro Bowl. And there's only... There's one reason that the Pro Bowl... Is still in existence. Um, and I'll show you the reason. Here's the reason. Gambling. <laughs> That's the reason right there. Gambling. So, they were playing. So, you have five quarterbacks because two of them didn't feel like playing. Brady doesn't play anymore. And, and Rod's like, fuck this. Um, Russell Wilson, man, he, he he was hurt half the year, and he, and he made the, uh, the, the Pro Bowl. Um, James Conner, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, hey, Mike Evans, replaces Adams, Adams didn't want to play. Uh, Kittle and Pitts, Trent Wood, look, they had three tackles, now they have six tackles because they don't want to play. <laughs> the, the guys who got picked don't feel like playing, so we'll bring in these other guys. Um, Zach Martin. Da, 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 these are the, uh, I like. I do like Kyle Ushak. Uh Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Cameron Jordan. These guys are usually yeah, guys are pretty much the same guys that they use all the time that make the uh, the Pro Bowl. Javon Hargrave, the Eagles play. Javon Hargrave, uh, uh, Vita Vea, Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, Shaq Barrett. A lot of bucks on here. Devin White. Uh, Michael Parsons, uh, Javon Diggs, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, he ain't playing. Um, Darius Slayman. So this is it. Yeah, I mean, there's the NFC side. You really only care about the, about the offense. Here's the AFC side. Herbert, Mahomes, Jackson, Taylor, Chubb, Mixon, Jose Harris, Mixon don't feel like playing. Well, Mixon, Mixon can't play. He's going to the Super Bowl. Jamar, play, Jamar Chase, he's going to the Super Bowl, so he ain't playing. Got replaced by Deontay Johnson. Uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, 
So these are the guys who made the Pro Bowl. Nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. You know what they do care about? Bet. Bet US. Bet US. Uh, one of our sponsors. This is why um, the Pro Bowl is even still around. Gamble. Nobody gives a shit about that. The Pro Bowl is going to be... I would, I would rather watch NFL players play Madden and have like a tournament. And, and and the winner gets like you know like uh, like like fifty grand or something like that. I'd rather watch that than watch guys playing at half speed with some of the rules in place and no you know they're not even playing football. So real quick before we go, let's look at these two yahoos. Uh, Sunday, the February thirteenth. No, no, February thirteenth. Hallmark Channel's awful. I can't even get the days right. That's like a week in advance. The Veil? It's back. Get away from me. Here's Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl version of Love is Nice. We'll start at like 2 o'clock. I'm not sure when the Pro Bowl starts, but we'll start at 2 o'clock. Uh, let's see here. I would take, uh, I think the NFC, they got the crappy quarterbacks. I'll take the AFC. AFC has better quarterbacks. If you want to make a bet, um, next week, the show, we're going to do the whole Super Bowl show. We're going to go over the teams. We got a, a Love is Nice special, and hopefully I won't have to work until five minutes before the show so I can give you an actual show that is on point and I'm not worried about time frame and all that. But here's a structure to this show. Uh, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about this list. Love is nice. Love is nice. In case you don't know what love is nice is, and I got like a minute and a half to go. Love is nice is uh, where we go to show it's the alternative to the NFL where the, you're, the woman you're with wants to watch shows about love instead of letting you watch, especially during the season, fantasy football or when the season's over while betting the playoffs. I don't care. You can just, all you need is a final score. Let's watch in the in the key of love, photographer Maggie learns her ex-boyfriend, ex-sing partner is in the wedding she's working. Tensions run high until they sing together. Remember how good they were as a duo. The premises of these movies are so awful. They're just awful. And now, oh, they're back together because of love. This girl's kind of hot. I like her. A royal winner. But then they, they go into these things. It's always There's only like five or six different premises they use. Royalty, every woman wants to be a princess or a prince or a queen. Uh, when Maggie Marks faces a career decision, she flees to Europe because she's so strong. She has to flee to Europe. She encounters a handsome European playboy prince and lands herself in a world she's never known and finds a new direction. Uh, that's awful. Love strikes twice. Uh, workaholic lawyer, she's a lawyer in this one, is having marriage issues. So let's talk about leaving, I guess. When Maggie just a college boyfriend or stay with a husband, that's horrible. Beverly Hills Wedding, um, Beverly Hills is just, and then Golden Girls. That's, that's Love is Nice for the week. So the show's a little wonky. Have a good weekend.